You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a jam-packed and very transformative week full of planetary transits. We have a bunch going on. The full moon happens in Virgo this week to show us how refined we've become in the last six months since the new moon in Virgo. Saturn is finally leaving Aquarius after two and a half years and entering Pisces, allowing us to turn our hopes into concrete scenarios. The vibes on the graph absolutely reflect all of the mercurial stuff going on. Also, Saturn's entrance into Pisces as we get to the 7th. This week, we have a steady stream of mental energy. Most of that will hit its peak from the 10th all the way up to the 12th. Mercury's going to make a sextile of Uranus around that point in time, and that's going to amplify the way we're thinking, the way we're communicating. And because of that, we might have some moments where we're having mental breakthroughs on those particular days. But one thing's for sure, we will be in our heads this week. This will be a week of trying to figure things out. This will be a week of trying to use our logic the best way we can, trying to make sense of foggy situations and understanding details of certain situations. So this week may feel a bit struggly in the beginning beginning, but once we get to about the 10th all the way up to the 12th, we will feel mentally recharged. There's a bit of social energy from the 6th all the way up to the 7th. Then we start getting into this emotional sensitivity. We have a new moon, we have a full moon in Virgo going on on the 7th, the same day that Saturn is going into Pisces. And so some of this energy can be a little bit wonky on that day. That full moon is mixed bag. Of course, I will be making a separate podcast, separate video for this. But that shift that we're about to hit, going from this detached vibe that we've been in for the last two and a half years with Saturn and Aquarius to a more extrasensory approach. So we could feel more triggered than we usually do. And coming back to the 10th, all the way up to the 12th, the weekend looks amazing with all the romantic energy we have going on. That's the highest vibe we have on the chart. So it could make for a weekend of tons of passion, socializing, flirty exchanges, and feeling magnetic when it comes down to attracting people. So yeah, this is a fascinating week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. One of the reasons why we had that social energy at the beginning of the week is because the sun is making a sextile Uranus on the 6th. And this gives us a considerable boost when it comes down to socializing, when it comes down to our confidence our creative self-expression, and our sense of self. So if we felt constraint in these areas, this will give us an opportunity to break through some of that. This will give us the opportunity to suddenly feel confident about some of the things that we're wanting to chase and move forward on certain things that were stale. So if there was any type of self-doubt that you were going through over these last bunch of weeks, this will give you that boost that you need in order to get you out of the rut that's caused a shaky sense of self. An alignment like this allows for us to feel more independent. So we're able to get up and do things on our own. We're not sitting around waiting for other people to do it for us. We're feeling less codependent. And overall, like we've got this without other people's assistance. Our social battery feels more open in an energy like this. So this is great for reconnecting with friends if you haven't been able to communicate for whatever reason. So this could be a day where you're playing a game of catch up with people. This is also 
great for meeting new people as well. So this may be a day of just connecting with someone and having a really nice conversation. It feels like you guys are on the same wavelength. So the outcome of that could be someone who ends up becoming a long-term friend. And this could be a day where we're just open to doing something exhilarating, going out and doing something different. Even though this is falling on a Monday, this might be someone's Friday because not everyone works a traditional nine to five schedule these days. And some people have days off Monday, Tuesday. So this could be considered their weekend if you are going out and having fun. On the 7th, Saturn enters Pisces. As we leave the let's upgrade our foundations approach, we shift to a more mystical method regarding stability. So energetically, this mixture is very different than what we've had over the last couple of years. Aquarius is a Saturn ruled sign. And so Saturn was very comfortable here. Saturn also rules Capricorn, which is a very logical sign. And so is Aquarius. Aquarius is a cerebral sign that's very concerned with intellectualizing and data. So moving to a sign that's more nebulous, emotional, and theoretical, it's going to feel like a big shift because we've gotten so used to these qualities for the last six years or so. And I'm saying six years because I'm also counting Saturn and Capricorn, but we're going from a make it make sense approach to understanding structures that might be unquantifiable. Saturn is about system and order. Saturn's energy is about system and order, while Pisces is about dissolving concrete things. Saturn is about setting proper parameters, while Piscean energy is about having no limits, having no boundaries. So an ingress like this can feel like going from a constructive to deconstructive approach. Going from being detached and not connected with our emotions to get the job done, to looking at a more compassionate way to lay a stable foundation. So with all that being said, Saturn and Pisces can bring about some interesting times, might run into some snags, since these energies are so different from one another, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a hard time in Pisces. However, there may be some things that could feel almost contradictory at times, We could feel pulled in many different directions because these two agendas are very different. The more favorable expressions, we can really get things done and turn our whims into something real. The last time Saturn was in Pisces was back in 1996. Saturn entered Pisces around January 28th of 1994 to April 7th, 1996. So this was a very long time ago because of Saturn's orbit. It takes about 29 and a half years for it to go through the entire zodiac. And for some people, this will be their Saturn return. So they weren't fully conscious of that time period because they were just being born into the world. But for some of us who can remember that time, think back to what was going on with you around that period. Some of us were kids and teens, and as an elder millennial, I remember that period in time. And there are those who are adults who are out there in the world, and for some, this may be their second Saturn return. But whatever stage you were in, certain themes from your life from that time period regarding Saturn and Pisces themes could come back up for you to review. Other times Saturn was in Pisces within the last 100 years is 1964 to 1967. That would be December 15th of 1964 to May 3rd of 1967. Prior to that, it was around February 14th of 1935 to April 24th of 1937. And in the early part of the 20th century, Saturn was in and out of Pisces. It spent about three months in Pisces from April 13th to August 16th of 1905, then dipped back into Aquarius. Then around January 8th, 1906 to about March 19th of 1908, Saturn permanently went to Pisces around that time period. And there were a ton of interesting occurrences going on in each of those time periods. One of the biggest themes about Saturn going into Pisces is 
looking out for the underdog and the disenfranchised. And in a lot of those time periods, we could see things like that developing, whether it was programs created, whether it was social justice, and any other systems put in place to help those that are unseen. And by unseen, overlooked, tucked away, ignored, and marginalized. Those Saturn and Pisces times seemed to be helpful and allowed a lot of opportunities for those who really needed it. So hopefully we're seeing some of that coming up in this two and a half years that Saturn is going to be in Pisces. One of the other great things about Saturn in Pisces is it could help us test our belief systems. If we've been carrying a belief that's no longer serving us and is no longer viable, this could be a time to shed that. This could be a time to adopt something that's more concrete. So if our belief system has been shaky in some sort of way and just hasn't supported us, this will be a time to move forward to something that helps us level up. This could be a time when we're blending both our intuition and our logical side. So this could be a time where we're able to see the more linear side of things. Also accepting our extrasensory side. Sometimes it's hard for both to coexist, but they can coexist together. There are some people who are more logic-based leaning, and there are other people who are more mystically leaning. But we need both to make the world go around. So if you can find a fine balance between accepting the logical explanation of something and also the spiritual version of something, then that's going to be really helpful within this energy. And this energy could help you develop those talents. Being able to understand both sides of that is a superpower. So bringing this all together will help us understand the actual from the theoretical. And speaking of spiritual, this could be a period where we're starting to see a foundation being laid down for non-traditional methods. In terms of esoteric topics, astrology, tarot, and other new age topics. This could also be a period of becoming more disciplined when it comes down to your creativity. One thing I noticed as I was going through the years where Saturn was in Pisces, there seemed to be a lot of creativity coming through those periods. I mean, Pisces energy in itself has a lot to do with our creative talents in terms of singing, in terms of music, in terms of theater, in terms of film, sketching, writing, and anything that causes you to go into a flow state in order to access creative talents. So this could be a period for a lot of creative expression and a lot of good music coming out, incredible works of art, and movies with a nice abstract leaning to them. But on an individual level, this could be a time where you're becoming more disciplined and you're working with your creative talents. You're working hard to be masterful in your craft, whatever that might be for you. So this is definitely a period to make those skills more concrete. Another harmonious thing about this energy is it could be a time where you're consciously working on yourself. So this is a time to take responsibility for your healing journey and where you're showing yourself more compassion and realizing the importance of staying the course in terms of personal growth, in terms of self-development. Sometimes this healing journey could be about other people as well. This could be a time where you've already done all the healing work and you're wanting to pay it forward. Because in this energy, helping other people can be a really cathartic experience. So another part of this could be about being more charitable and practicing acts of kindness. Saturn in Pisces has a lot to do with taking responsibility for our own humility, as well as feeling it's the responsible thing to lend a helping hand to other people without expecting anything in return and doing it just because it's right and it feels good. And with this energy, we can take our hopes and our whims and turn them into something tangible. The thing with Pisces energy is because it's about the non-physical, a lot of the times we, you know, we live in our fantasy land, we live in our hopes and our wishes and our whims, and those are things that are not set in stone, those are things that are not solid or concrete in any way. And when you couple that with Saturn, which is a planet that deals with things on the physical realm, some of our practical hopes and wishes might become a reality. And I'm saying this in the sense of finally taking action on the things that are doable. So if there's some sort of realistic dream that you have about something, this could be a period where you're developing that and turning it into a physical manifestation of that hope. 
And one thing to note, Saturn being here is going to eventually come over the same points that Jupiter and Neptune met up in, in their great conjunction. So that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction we had back in April of 2022, Saturn will eventually come over these spots. And whatever was brewing at that point in time could actually become concrete. So if there was something that you were putting into place at that period in time, it could become a reality at the later part of this transit. That's not going to happen for another two years. Saturn will have to get to about 24 degrees before that happens because that's where the conjunction met up. But as it crosses where that transit occurred, it could solidify things in terms of any goals or dreams that you might have had. Also, anything that might have been going on globally. So this leads me to the lower expression of this as there is always a lower vibration anytime we have a planet changing signs. This is no different. This is just a longer transit as opposed to me talking about Mercury going into Pisces or Venus going into Aries and so forth. So this will be with us for two and a half years. And so all these things that I talked about on the positive end, we're going to watch those things develop over time. And the same thing goes for the lower expression. We're going to watch these things manifest over time because these are two very different energies, Saturn and Pisces. There could be moments where we're vacillating between pessimism and optimism. There could be moments where we might feel at odds with our spirituality versus logic. There could be times where we're struggling to integrate our spiritual side in a reality-based sort of way, or vice versa. We'll have to be aware of battling between unrealistic expectations versus realistic expectations especially when it comes down to clinging to situations that no longer serve us or holding on to an idea just for the sake of holding on to it. There could be some periods where we're experiencing low motivation. We're not feeling exactly inspired. We could have moments where we're feeling more drained than normal within this energy. It could be kind of a tiring energy in itself. Because Saturn is an energy about responsibility paired with Pisces, we will have to be aware of how much responsibility that we're taking. The great thing about this is it helps us take responsibility for the good things, but it could also enunciate the need to take the responsibility for things that we have no business taking responsibility for. Sometimes this could be within our relationships. Sometimes this could be job-wise. Sometimes it could be taking on other people's feelings because Pisces is a sponge. And so sometimes we take on other people's emotions or we feel other people's vibes. And so you want to make sure that you're not allowed other people to project on you and you're taking responsibility for their shit. So try your best to set up as much boundaries as possible in an energy where boundaries may also be an issue. Saturn is about boundaries. Pisces isn't. So there can be periods where we're having problems with our boundaries. We may fluctuate back and forth between either having hardcore boundaries to having none at all. So you really want to make sure that you're trying to stay as even keel as you possibly can within this. We also have to be aware of hypochondria in this energy because that can run rampant, especially with the heavy energy of Saturn. Our minds may feel heavier than normal and may fixate on things more than we normally do in terms of health issues. So you definitely want to be aware of that and not over Google your symptoms. Make sure you're not self-diagnosing and make sure you're talking to your doctor when necessary. And something else that came up through the timeline of looking at Saturn in Pisces when I was looking at those dates, there were certain circumstances and situations where because this is about a disenfranchised energy sometimes, there were moments where the oppressed becomes the oppressor. So that could be enunciated in this energy where somebody who might have felt unseen in some sort of way acts out in a manner that gets them attention. And of course, that can manifest positively, 
But with what I'm saying and where I'm going with that, it can manifest negatively. So yeah, we've got quite a bit of time with this energy. Saturn will be in Pisces until around May 24th, 2025. It'll be in Aries for about a good three to four months or so. It'll dip back into Pisces due to the retrograde on September 1st, 2025. Then fully be out of Pisces on February 13th, 2026. So we've got quite a bit of time in this energy. So here's to laying down a foundation and a compassion way. So with the exception of a few, we have a plethora of Mercury transits. Over a period of 24 hours, we have four Mercury transits occurring. Mercury is going to make a semi-sextile with Jupiter, and this could come off as dealing with people who stress your truth. In other words, we could be dealing with people who speak in a very inflated tone, and it's quite obvious that they're over-embellishing what they're talking about. Some of this could be due to arrogance, and some of this could be due to a person just wanting to exaggerate a situation just to make it sound more interesting. And the issue with this is it could be annoying, but it doesn't really necessarily compare to the next two that happen on the 11th. Mercury's going to make a semi-sextile with Chiron, and Mercury's also going to make a semi-square with Pluto. The Mercury-Jupiter stuff may seem tame in comparison because the Chiron situation with Mercury tends to cause us to make things up in our head that leads to stress. It could be that we're going back to old scenarios where we might have been hurt in the past and so our mind is dwelling on things that made us uncomfortable, that made us feel awkward. And so we may be taking things the wrong way. So we'll have to be mindful that these new experiences that we're having with people aren't our old experiences. And so the things that we're thinking might happen may not even occur. On top of that, Mercury's in a semi-square with Pluto, which can amplify the situation because it tends to bring out triggery energy. It tends to make people more pettier than normal. It tends to cause people to be more confrontational. So if you're feeling a way about something and you're thinking that someone might be doing something that they're not, this could be a day where you end up having more of a blow up than you intended to. And with Mercury and Pluto, sometimes it could be dealing with people with dominant personalities who are trying to control the conversation and throw their weight around and over talk other people. So there could be issues with that. But combined with the Chiron stuff, it's a recipe for uncomfortability that day. But luckily, Mercury is making a sextile with Uranus on that same day. And so this may may help us come down later on in the day. And I never use come down regarding Uranus and especially connected with Mercury, but this is one of those things where we may end up having a moment where we're having a breakthrough. We could be breaking through that Chiron stuff we were feeling earlier. And we could find creative solutions to get out of those plutonic issues. So this could feel like a nice mental reboot. This could feel like we're having sudden epiphanies about what to do about certain situations. And if there's been something complex, if there's been something that we've been stuck on, if there's been just this long-standing issue, this may be the day where we come up with a solution and how to solve it. And more good news on that day is Venus is making a sextile with Mars. So the weekend rounds out great. Aside from those little minor hiccups with the Mercury stuff, Venus and Mars an alignment like this can really rev up passion on that day. So this could bring out a day of excitement when it comes down to our love lives. If you're single, this could be a day where you're just going out and you're feeling more magnetic than normal. So you're drawing new people to you or you're finally giving that person of interest a chance and maybe something ends up happening and you guys end up meeting up. You guys end up hanging out with one another and it ends up being an exciting night. For those in romantic relationships already, this could be a night of adventure and crazy passion and intimacy that's exhilarating 
exciting and off the charts. And if you're not dealing with this energy or interacting with it romantically, this could just be a night of just socializing and enjoying yourself and feeling lively and extroverted and just wanting to go out on the town and enjoy yourself. And we need that happy energy because on the next day, we do have a few alignments that may be a bit uncomfortable. Jupiter is making a conjunction with Chiron and Venus is making a semi-sextile with Neptune. And so these energies in itself can be sobering in some ways. Hopefully we're still feeling some of those Venus vibes, but for those who are feeling the Chiron stuff with Jupiter, this this could feel like a beginning period on your healing journey. This is because this is a conjunction. Conjunctions are like new moons. And because these are slower moving heavenly bodies, we haven't had one of these in a very long time. The last time Jupiter and Chiron conjunct it was December 7th of 2009. So think about what was going on with you regarding a healing journey in your life. Was this last period an eye-opening period? Are you ready to start a new journey when it comes down to healing? Because an alignment like this helps us look at things where we lost hope on certain circumstances. Where are you trying to heal hope in your life? Maybe it was losing your hope and when it comes down to spiritual practices or relationships or a philosophy that's no longer working, a fitness regimen that may not be working anymore. Maybe you invested in something so heavily and now you're seeing that this is something that you can no longer do because it isn't necessarily working out the way you wanted it to. But you're at a place where you're ready for a new opportunity. You're ready to start fresh. You're ready for a reboot. And so this could be a nudge that you need to get those things going in your life so that way you can regain belief back in yourself and hope in the situations that you're pouring your energy into. And with the Venus semi-sextile Neptune situation, this could be a day of unclear romantic cues. Something that we definitely need to be aware of when it comes down to this energy is because we could be misinterpreting someone's intentions. Maybe we're unaware that somebody is interested in us. Maybe we're unaware of somebody not being good for us. And so we're missing those important cues so that way we can move forward or stay away from the situation. So it's a day where we could feel foggy about certain things within relationships. And so we'll have to try to be as mindful as possible and that we're picking up the right cues and we're not ignoring things because we like someone or talking ourselves down because we feel like this person can't possibly be interested. So yeah, this has been a colorful dynamic as Halloween. Lots going on. The month of March has a lot going on. This is definitely the craziest March ever with all the transformation and then Pluto going into Aquarius. We are definitely kickstarting some new energies going on this month. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.